just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Randy Robinson here. Great to see you today. I have a question for you. Have you ever been in a position where you feel like, you know, God has brought you there? Uh, you, you've been as faithful as you can possibly be. Things seem to be lining up and then obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. And you're like, what's going on? You know, I think we all hit that at some point, especially, you know, if you are really seeking God wherever you're at, whether it's uh, in a vocational ministry role, just in your personal life, in your home stuff happens and sometimes you scratch your head and you, you go wow what's going on well today's guest has walked through some things in in his road that from the outside we would look at and go man that that guy obviously you know god's just paving the highway for him because he's doing all these great things but it's not as easy as you think his name is michael bethany he's got a new album out cover looks like this it's called overflow uh, and if you know what that little g in the upper corner stands for that's uh gateway church here in the dallas fort worth area in south lake uh, pastor robert morris fabulous music coming out of gateway wonderful program if you ever have a chance to go to anything at gateway church highly recommend it especially if you like contemporary worship and stuff so but michael uh is a singer songwriter doing a lot of great work he has a documentary actually on youtube you can search out uh after this interview uh called too late to lose where he talks about a lot of what he's gone through but he's with us today so i appreciate you guys being here chat is open if you're watching us live and if you're watching in the replay we do always appreciate your nice comments michael man how you doing good to see you today i'm doing fantastic man how are you man i'm good you know i know you guys are busy you got a, a conference going on over at gateway my dad was there last night a lot of great things going on at the church uh you feeling pretty good I'm feeling excellent. I didn't sleep much last night, but I feel amazing. I don't know how, but <laughs> thank God yeah, for it. Yeah, you know, you, you know how it is during the conference times. You, you kind of ride the wave, and then you get a full day of sleep after that. But, right, right, right. Uh, you know, things haven't always been easy for you, and you've been talking about this some. Mm -hmm. um, what Take us through some of your experience and the, the things that you've, that you've learned, because I find, you know, I was watching, uh, well, the Cowboys last weekend, and... Mm. Uh, and some of the commentators afterwards were like, you know, well, this is when you when you learn. This is when you grow. It's, it's not in the winning times where you think you got it all together. It's in the losing times. Uh, and I think you've you've experienced some some things that have taught you a lot. And and that's yes. what's pouring out of you. Walk us through some of those. Well, I, I love the analogy with the Cowboys and <laughs> athletic sports. <laughs> that's a lot of growing going on in Dallas these days, but. <laughs> Uh, but I would definitely say in life, it's losing is not as simple as a game. Mm -hmm. uh, when things happen to you, it may seem bad. It may seem like a loss, but in many instances, it's a gain. Um, and, and so for me, I, when you ask me that question, I immediately think about my father. You know, my father passed away in 2000. My, my mother passed away when I was two years old. Um, my father passed at a church in um, St. Louis, Missouri. And so I grew up in the church. And, you know, in short, when I think about the the setting of the stage of my life, I spent the first, I don't know, 20 years thinking I'm going to be my father's 
uh, successor. I'm going to I'm going to be the the next pastor of this small inner city church where I get to pastor these folks, uh, you know, in this poor area, you know, liquor store on every corner. And I, this is going to be the place where I get to, to love people. And then my father gets sick. He, you know, he, he passes away. We lose the church. We lose everything. And I, in that moment, I thought I lost my whole purpose because I'd lived every day just doing everything my father told me for, and then he's gone. And in each season, you know, there's something that represents loss. Um, but at the end of the day, God is just unfolding the story. And that was one of my first major losses as an adult, losing my dad. And um, and then my wife and I, we moved to Texas, you know, looking forward to this wonderful, blessed state of Texas. <laughs> And but we got here and we hit hardship right away, mm. <laughs> you know. And so it seemed like one thing after another. We we moved here right before the housing crisis, and we went through that. And I had a few homes. I was a young budding real estate investor. All that to say, God teaches us through the things we suffer, and this is what Jesus did. He's he 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 grew and learned through what he suffered, and we learn and we grow through what we suffer. And he establishes, the Bible says, after you suffered a while, then you'll be established. God will establish, establish you. And so we had to go through a number of things so that we can learn um, the value of what authority looked like and what God's intention and favor for our lives was really all about. And not so that we would be blessed and consume it and think it's all about us and you know, not have a value for the kingdom of God and the blessings of God. So the things that I suffered with my wife, we went through so much. And I'll say this to you, Randy. I never thought I would say this, but I am so grateful. <laughs> I am. I, I smile. A genuine smile comes to my face when I think about the things I've suffered, because I see how God has used it to write a story that I absolutely love. It's got his fingerprints all over it. It's, it's interesting that you say that. I hear that a lot for, from a lot of people who go through some things that you think, I would never want to go through that. Uh, a couple of questions. Um, first, I don't, I don't know your, your theological background, but, you know, in, in, in the church, in, in the evangelical church, there is sometimes um, a teaching, sometimes just sort of an, an inference, uh, sometimes just a temptation for us to think, well, if I'm following the Lord, I should never have any hard times. I, sh I should never feel like mm. I've failed. I should never, you know, lack for anything. Were you, were you ever tempted by that sort of viewpoint? You know, it's so strange because Jesus directly tells us <laughs> that we're going to have trouble. I says no, there's no, uh, there's no missing that in Scripture. Scriptures replete. Jesus suffered. It had pleased the Father to bruise him, like. The whole the biblical story is not absent from from suffering or struggle, mm. but intuitively, in our context, at least I grew up in you know in America, you know, in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, just I don't know this our our brand of Christianity uh, almost gives us a new framework, and that framework is is ungodly because it creates so much depression. In the lives of in the lives of believers, because our expectations are not set up properly, they're not biblical expectations. And honestly, if you can set, if I can set my expectations properly, 
then I can avoid a lot of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, my expectations are unrealistic and not given to me by God because God does not hold out on us. He gives us everything we need to know to understand, hey, you're going to go through trouble. And I'm going to, I'm, and Jesus demonstrated how to endure mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. You know, he was our perfect, for a perfect example. And the, Hebrews tells us he's, he feels the infirmities of our weaknesses. And he said, yeah, I, I feel your pain. So we must have pain to feel. Yeah. Somehow we, we lose it. And I did lose that. And when we moved to Dallas, I had this childishness where my parents took care of everything. And, and I think it, it totally ended when I got to, to Dallas because I was felt like everything's going to be fine. God's going to work everything out. And to me, what that meant was it won't get too bad. <laughs> right. I might go through right. some things. Right. I've had a, I've, I've had the flu, you know, right. <laughs> right. I wasn't too bad. And I just did. I just thought, you know, the Lord won't let things go too. And eventually when I lost those properties, and I found myself filing chapter 13. Oh, no. And I was losing everything, mm. uh, along with the whole country, right? During the 2008, 2009, so yeah. many people lost so much more than I did. But I'm losing everything. My wife and I were just totally opposed to each other because we're young and this is our first major crisis. I'm thinking, I don't understand, God. I thought you, I thought if I prayed, if I spoke by faith, I could avoid this. And I was starting to learn the most precious gift that you could ever give from Jesus is a storm. Hmm. Because a storm is the opportunity to demonstrate what it means to be a son, Hmm. to demonstrate what it means to, to have a relationship with the Father, to know what faithfulness not only looks like on God, but looks like on you, you know, and it's, it is that which gives me the opportunity now to reach and help so many people because God did not um, uh, allow me to avoid that season. It's God's, it's God's promise that carries us through storms. And we don't know how valuable the promises of God are. Mm -hmm. So we are tested. Yep. Yep. And then I learned, oh, this stuff is serious. God really meant what he said. Okay, I get it. You know what? what's interesting in Scripture? When Jesus, you know, was sleeping on the boat and the disciples were freaking out, and, and he gets up and, and he calms the storm, they were amazed. Okay, these are guys that had been walking with Jesus, had seen miracles already, but it took their realization of who really Christ was to a whole new level when he spoke to the storm and it stilled and you go okay if they hadn't gone through that storm if they hadn't experienced that uncertainty that fear they wouldn't have gotten to see fully who Jesus was right and I and I man I, I talked to so many people and and some some storms are really I mean it, comparison is not a great place to be but I'm just saying you know some people go through some really awful stuff and in the, I think of Johnny Erickson Tata who says that yeah. she, you know she she wouldn't trade what God's done in her life for the ability to even walk again and you just go I, I can't comprehend that you know but when we're in that and we're reading that scripture that says count on all joy when you go through various trials and tribulations I mean that's that's counterintuitive to us as human beings um 
did you did you get to a point where you're counting it joy or did it only come in hindsight and that's not an accusation anyway because i get it most of mine's come in hindsight just, just well, in the beginning in the beginning the first okay in that particular that 2008 9 it seemed it seemed to drag out for a number of years <laughs> <laughs> after i took the dive at first you know um i was so depressed i was so depressed mm -hmm. and it the when the first thing God did in the middle of all of that, because I didn't have a job for a while. I moved to Dallas. I had a real estate deal that I was setting up. I, you know, quit my job. My wife got a transfer, but she wasn't making a lot of money, and I was supposed to make a nice, hefty amount of money on this real estate deal. Mm. And right before I left, it went south, and I and I lost money. Mm. <laughs> and so, so I came to Dallas in a deficit and totally disbelief, like that this really happened to me. Mm -hmm. I thought God told me to come down here. Um, and for a while I was in the dumps, but then the first thing God did when he gave me a job, cause I, I didn't have a job and I didn't have any money. The Lord provided work for me for a little while though. I had to work at an electronics store selling laptops and I knew nothing about laptops. So I was a total idiot. Like, hey, if you ask me any question about the laptop, I have no idea. Like, what kind of processor is it? Well, it's, you know, they there's all the awesome processor. It's an awesome processor. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working in this store and I'm just pitiful. Well, God gives me a first sign of breakthrough. And then he tells me, imagine what this would have looked like if you had believed me through this. And I'm like, oh, mm. wow. How much more do we gain through our troubles when we actually believe God and thank him while we're going through it? That taught me a valuable lesson yeah. because that's when I learned to, to project, like even prophetically, that even, even this problem, this storm is a blessing. We say sometimes these angel in disguise or blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if it's disguised at all, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, but it's, it's an opportunity for God to promote you, mm -hmm. to grow you. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like the children of Israel where Pharaoh's heart is hardened. The Bible says, by God. Now, God doesn't make Pharaoh evil. He doesn't need help with that. But what essentially what God is saying is God does not change Pharaoh's position. And God does nothing to stop Pharaoh from being as wicked as he wants to be. Mm. Everything Pharaoh did only set the Israelites up for greater victory. Mm. By the time Pharaoh got done doing everything he was big and bad enough to do, it set the stage for the greatest miracle that's still rehearsed to this day. Yeah. can never be forgotten. Yeah. And so then from that point, it's like the children of Israel. Now they come, they, they, they celebrate Passover. Now they're starting to have expectation for prophetic things to happen in the future based on testimony of what God's done in the past. That's what I begin to learn in my life. Okay, look at what God did in 2009. Remember that. Mm -hmm. Remember how God brought you out of that. Now use that testimony as a weapon to build faith and momentum as you walk into this next storm. Yeah. And it just snowballs. And now every new storm, I grow in faith and expectation so that I don't waste all my time in the storm complaining. Mm -hmm. Start giving God praise and thanks before I see the outcome. Yeah, I, like, I like that you said, 
as you walk into the next storm. Not as you walk out of the storm forever, but into the next one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. As I'm exiting this storm, there may be a little bit of reprieve, but there's another one coming because there's another promotion coming. As mm. we, we love positive talk, and, and I, everyone loves this live your best life and believe in yourself and all this. At the end of the day, there's going to be some trouble. Jesus says there's trouble. doesn't matter how much you you speak positively or you meditate or whatever you think you're doing, some Eastern philosophy maybe you've adopted and you kind of put it in your Christianese. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, you're going to have to go through trouble. And when you go through trouble, you're going to learn the lesson that Jesus intended you to learn. This is why he allowed the disciples to get on that boat. They were never in any real danger, but yes. they needed to see Jesus on water. They needed to go through something to see, oh, Jesus, he has the power to speak to the wind and the waves. Yep. He has the power. to. And when I'm afraid, he's not afraid. Yep. When I'm afraid, he's at peace. And then I'm learning to look at Jesus in storms and then mimic him in my own. And I'm able to walk in the same authority that Jesus demonstrated for me. But that's why they had to go through it. And if they hadn't gone through that, they would not have known what that example looked like. And, you know, it, it goes to the title of your album. Jesus was filling them up so that they could then overflow. And when they overflowed, they changed all of history. They changed the world. You know, right. it's wild. All right, I want to show people your website. This is michaelbethany.com. Uh, you can see some, some cool videos and stuff like that. You can listen to, listen to him saying, and it'll bless you right there. I can promise you that. And then, of course, the album is called Overflow. And... Uh, from what I understand, Michael, just getting this album done was a, a little bit of a challenge at times. Absolutely. The the, the year I was going to actually record that, um, we were going to record that in 2022. That year, I got COVID for the second time, and I got bronchitis. I lost the range of my voice. <laughs> Not good for a singer. <laughs> no, it was totally bad. Um there were, I missed events. Like I was, there was one, I was supposed to be a special guest for this church anniversary. And I couldn't talk that day. Mm -hmm. I totally lost all of my voice. And I was afraid. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I, I finally get to the point of breakthrough where it seems like you've opened all the doors of favor to, to release what you've put in my heart to do. And now I lose my voice mm -hmm. and I can't even sing. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it was such an incredible thing. And of course, the Lord just began to deal with me about healing. And honestly, Randy, I, I didn't have many healing stories in my life. I've been blessed. I've watched a lot of my family and so many things around me. But personally, I never dealt with much. And now I, it's months and months. And I've got friends and folks who've passed away from COVID and all these different things. And I'm like, I'm looking at the reality. Of course, I'm looking at the madness <laughs> that's going on in the, in, in the world, but I'm also looking at the sadness, mm -hmm. you know, because some people did, you know, lose their lives mm -hmm. in different ways. And, and I'm, I'm suffering with the unknown and I, I hadn't shared this with anyone, Randy, but I had vocal surgery in 2016. Wow. That was the year I released my first album. <laughs> Here's a second album. I'm, it's it's happening again, and the enemy will bring things to try to create so much anxiety. Uh, and I love this acronym for fear: false evidence appearing real. The enemy brings something to you is you know to make you think that you're going to lose, which is, goes back to that documentary. It's too late to lose. Like when you understand who God is, who you are, whose you are, you understand. Wait a minute, loss. Losing 
That's not in the books for the believer. No matter how you shake this thing up, no matter what you go through or what trouble you face, winning is your only outcome. Yeah, and it's it's easy to say in hindsight, but man, when you're going through something like that, um, hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it's real. Did here's here's where I get stuck <laughs> sometimes. Uh, a lot of times, I don't doubt God. I doubt myself. Yeah, that's good. That's true. And and because you know, I know, I know I'm flawed. You know, I know I mess up, and and unintentionally, you know, uh, did did you? Did you second guess maybe? I mean, is this really what I should be doing? And did God really leave me here? Did I scratch my and claw my way here? And, you know, did you ask those questions? I did. And I love the way you frame that. I know God can do anything, but I often doubt whether he'll do it for me. And yeah. Somehow I'm the exception. (laughs) I know we do. We feel special. Like, oh yeah, God can do it for them, but not for me. And what at that you, but yet, if you sit down and analyze that, you go, "I know that's not true," right? But you got to live it out. How did it? How did it work out for you? I mean, the album's here, so obviously it worked out. Yes, the album came out. That even that song, uh, "Final Say," which that phrase "Too Late to Lose" is in this song. Mm-hmm. God gave me that song in a cabin in Oklahoma and during a retreat. I'm playing my guitar and singing this song with a, with a, a few couples. We up there praying. And that song became a theme for me, mm. literally became a theme for me. I'm, I, I grabbed my guitar while we're praying and I just started singing, you will have the final say, it is done, it is done. It's too late to lose, it's already done. It's too late to lose, victory is won. I never sang that before. I just sing it right there. And I have the audio recording on my phone as I press record. And you could hear all of us singing this song. We never that song became thematic for me for, for over a year. Wow. Because I was watching God prove that to me. Mm-hmm. That he he had the final say. And everything, you know, I could go through so many things that happened, but through every turn, every twist, everything that was unexpected, some things I never thought possible. Well, sometimes the impossible happens to stage God's ability to show that he's Lord over the impossible. But through all those things, God kept bringing this song to me. And literally, the day before the album released, the Holy Spirit reminded me, remember that song? Remember that phrase, too late to lose? Well, it's literally too late to lose. The album is coming out tonight. (laughs) I'm like, wow. And it's not about me. Here's Here's the thing. We, whether it's an album for, for the, whoever's watching, whether it's a business, whether it's a family or marriage or whatever it is that God's promised you, it's something he's promised you. He's blessing you to be a blessing. Right. He's gifted you with an opportunity to share with what you have, the good news of Jesus Christ, and to help other people embrace the reality of his presence through whatever you have, whatever you're doing, through this show you're doing right now, and people all over the world are growing and learning, and they're, exp- I can tell right now, they can sense the presence of the Holy Spirit just listening to this, because you've stepped out in faith, and you've done some things, and God showed up and showed out and just proven himself to you. Now, that becomes a matter of God multiplying the miracle of your life so other people can experience the same thing. That's what that was for me. And now 
people all over the world are hearing these songs and God's healing marriages, yeah. saving people, mm -hmm. restoring people, healing people, physical things. I've been to Africa. I've been to Australia. I've been to all these places and I'm seeing up close and personal what God is doing through my testimony and through the things he's given me. And that song rings true. It's too late to lose because it. it's already settled in heaven. He has the final say. I love it. And, and you know, if you're watching, you know, you can see through the hard times, God was filling Michael up and now he's able to overflow. And that's what he, that's, that's the way he operates, right. you know, and that's why he's, you know, be filled with, with the spirit. It's not a spooky thing. It's, it's, uh, that closeness, that relationship, that seeing God work in your lives, even in the storms, especially in the storms so that you can then testify to others of, of his goodness. Michael, before I let you go, there's one thing uh, I was told that you really, really like to do, uh, especially in these interviews. And I just want to give you the opportunity if you want to, uh, and that is to beatbox. Is, is that something? <laughs> I don't know, just a rumor, a rumor. I, I don't... Hey, listen, you're the man. You're an incredible <laughs> interviewer. That is great. Thank you so much for bringing that up. <laughs> Well, no, they got that wrong. They, really, <laughs> they got that so wrong. Where did they get it from? I'm still wondering. Uh, maybe Mark Harris. Maybe I'm not sure about that, though. I, I don't know. Wrong information. Okay. Fake news, right? That's okay. fake. All right. So you're not, not not a big beatboxer. Okay. Well, anything yeah. else you want to let people know about? Now, you got a podcast coming out this fall. A lot of, yes, thing, a lot of good things in the works. Um, people. Yes, get podcast coming out, Life in the Wild. Life in the wild is a is amazing foundational principle of John the Baptist life in the wilderness. Nice. And I'm I'm doing a whole podcast just teaching and talking about the the exceptional lives that exceptional people are called to live. And so that's what life in the wild is all about. And uh, I, I'm excited about that. And next year, just if you if you can check me out on stay 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 in touch with me on Instagram. I, I'm Michael Bethany official. I've got some awesome resources. I'm going to be releasing next year. Um, and I can't wait to share that with you guys, but this fall I'll be looking for life in the wild. I can't wait for that. Love it, man. Keep overflowing. It's good. Uh, and by the way, if, if you're watching, I, I've noticed he's got a bunch, bunch of great clips on his YouTube channel as well. So you can check that out where he's talking out of his overflow and it'll bless you over and over. And the music is fabulous. Michaelbethany.com. Go look for overflow. Just, just click on it. I, I, I can tell you this. It will lift your spirits. It's it's good music, but it's it's out of the heart, and it's beautiful. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to share with our audience today. Thank you. It's been an honor, man. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate all you guys out there watching. You want to encourage somebody, hit that share button and say, hey, watch this. This will inspire you because it will. And if you haven't liked, followed, or subscribed, please do that. You'll get notifications of more interviews. And I'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. Awesome.